when you settle, you tell yourself you can't actually get what you want. The definition of settle is to accept or agree to something that you consider to be less than satisfactory. So why do we settle? Well, put simply, it's because we find it more comfortable. It's the super convenient, easy path of least resistance that doesn't involve stretching or reaching for what we actually want. Or so we tell ourselves. You think you're being realistic. You think you're not falling for pipe dreams. But what you're actually doing is robbing yourself and the world of your highest self. So when the thing you do want does become available to you, you reject it. Why? It's because you've built over years, sometimes decades, a self-concept around not having it and around not being someone who gets the thing you want. Self-sabotage loops don't just stop themselves. They're self-reinforcing. Unless you break the cycle by rewiring your brain. So, today we'll talk about some of the most common counter-arguments to this and illustrate, by example, how we can apply learnings from one part of our life to all the others. All right. Argument number one is that we settle because we can't actually get what we want. The thing is, though, of course you can, and that's already obvious to you in some other areas of your life, as we'll demonstrate in our career and professional example in just a moment. Argument number two is that, well, by settling, it kind of makes you a better person, right? The tall poppy won't stand out. The better version of you, actually, though, is not the one holding your spark from the world, not the one holding back your purpose and your calling from the world. The better version of you is the one that has the courage to be exactly who it is you are. Argument number three is that, well, we settle because we're afraid that other people will judge us for going after the thing, for dreaming bigger, for wanting something more. The thing is, ultimately, though, is that what we fear is the judging and the shaming from ourselves which we can decide today, we can sign the contract with ourselves today that once and for all, we will quit judging and shaming ourselves. We'll see in a moment as well how we can use literally any neutral circumstance against ourselves for, for ourselves. Argument number four is some general sense, some unspecified sense of like bad things will happen, right? Uh, maybe we'll cite to some religious aphorism or some moral adage from times past or from some story, something we were told, which will imply that bad things will happen unless we settle. So we'll walk through a tool today about getting specific about the worst case scenario, because what we'll find is most often we create those bad things by settling. All right, leverage. Leverage is a tool for getting more out than you put in. For instance, there's a myth that it takes money to make money. It doesn't. It takes leverage to make money. That leverage can be code, media, and yes, also capital. 
and thought work and coaching is like leverage for your mind, which is actually what literally creates every result in your life. So the truth is you never know the how until the minute you've done the thing. Now, again, this is obvious to us in areas of our lives that come more intuitively. So I'll give the example I've been alluding to, which was from helping build a presidential campaign. I helped build from the ground up a campaign for president that helped lead to more than 200 billion in impact through direct cash relief. It literally helped lift the boot of scarcity off of the throat of tens of millions. It made real waves. And we did this with very little money, few connections, and most certainly any idea of how. Here's the thing. When I dropped everything, moved to Iowa, <laughs> drove thousands of miles around the state, built the campaign door to door, person to person, inch by inch, mile by mile, I had no roadmap for where we were going. There was no external guarantee of success. And in this case, it was alleviating poverty, but I had this unwavering belief that I, that we, could figure it out, that it mattered that no one else was going to do it, and that of course we would succeed. Those were thoughts that for what, whatever reason were readily available to me in this domain. I honestly did not have to even put much work to believe them. No matter whether hundreds, thousands thought we were crazy, delusional, or anything in between, it just didn't matter. I knew we were right and we would make it happen. The thing is, though, we all have something like this, and many folks in highly tracked professions, high achieving professionals who achieved great success actually use this fact against themselves. Did you catch that? Many doctors, for instance, that I've worked with have elaborate stories about why they have to settle in other parts of their lives. When we stop for a second and ask, really interrogate, how was it they got to where they are? We begin to deconstruct the lie they have to settle. So the unmanaged mind logic goes, sure, I spent 17 years working towards a goal I had with no guarantee of success or a clear sense of how I would do so. But how could I possibly do that in, say, my relationships? Again, you never know the how until the minute you've done the thing. And the key to not settling is sticking to your why in order to get to your what. Implicitly obvious in many of our highly tracked professions, implicitly obvious, particularly for high achieving young gay professionals. And again, it can be for whatever reason. It can be because they were socially sanctioned, because we were socially conditioned, because of the extrinsic validation, the external validation we got from doing those things, whatever the reason is. If we honestly investigate how it is we got there in the meandering winding path with no clear how, it's because we believe the single thought at the inception. I can do that. I can get this done. Now, you might look at me, for instance, and similarly use that against yourself, as we all tend to do. Graduating, for instance, with honors from Harvard Law didn't just happen. It most certainly wasn't inevitable or some foregone conclusion. Just as a small example, in seventh grade, just 10 years prior, I scored at the 50th percentile on the standardized test in reading comprehension. Reading comprehension, at like the national average. Average. 
granted, I was able to borrow a lot of thoughts from people around me about my academic ability, but ultimately I simply made the choice to believe that that's where I was going. This test or that evidence or whatever there was, was irrelevant. I knew exactly where and I knew why. Same thing was true when I ran for Congress. I had no idea, this is going to argument number four from before about why we settle, is that these bad things might happen. Why would you take this risky thing <laughs> and face public humiliation? Because bad things can happen. But you know what really helped me make that decision? Being super fucking specific about the worst case. Really getting down into the nitty gritty of what exactly the worst thing was that could happen. It turns out I truly could have never imagined. And in fact, <laughs> months in, I was marked dead by the sitting incumbent in the voter database. There was a violent digital disinformation campaign waged against me for literally hundreds of millions of people to see. If you Google my name for about a month, in any country in the world, you would see tens of thousands of violent headlines hacked to be indexed to my name. From murder hornets to dismembered body parts and everything in between. You'd somehow find yourself suing the New York State Board of Elections and the former governor for unconstitutionally canceling the primary during COVID and winning twice. So how the heck would you get through that? These things you could never imagine. It sounds impossible, right? It turns out you figure it out. And if you look at why, it's because you believed you could do so. It's because you believed it mattered. It's because you knew your why, you knew your what, and you knew you'd figure out the how the minute after you did it. It's because you chose not to settle. What truly matters is the thoughts that you have available at the top of your mind when you approach the high variance moments of life. And this is true for every domain of life. I've shared some particularly potent and extreme examples from my own experiences in the law and in politics, but this is true for everything, for every profession, for every work and every part of life. That's in fact the point. The percent of the results that you have, that you want, reflects the percentage of the thoughts you're thinking that's creating them. So let's say you had four goals for this year, four things you wanted to create, and you met one of them. It means you're thinking the thoughts that lead you to getting your dreams 25% of the time. The thing is, we only re-entertain the idea of settling, and again, most often for the folks I work with, it's in the things we've been socially conditioned are unavailable to us. We've been told and bludgeoned and beaten over the head with the beliefs and the thoughts that those relationships we want in particular are not meant for us. We only re-entertain that idea of settling when we don't believe, we don't have that conviction that what we actually want is available to us. You know, I saw the Secrets of Dumbledore movie the other day, and it reminded me of how our minds truly are like sorcerers. Again, we already know this for those other areas of life that come maybe easier or more intuitively or are more socially supported. Oftentimes that's in our careers, in our professional lives. The fun work we get to do together is applying the lessons from that 
but the truth about how we got there to all the others. If you can do it in one area of life, you can do it in every other. Who would you be if you thought of your thoughts running through your mind like spells cast out? If your thoughts were your spells, your feelings were your wand, then coaching would be like going to Hogwarts to master your wizardry. Are you ready to stop settling once and for all and show yourself that you can get exactly the thing you want? Let's go. Head on over to jonathanherzogcoach.com. Let's get started today.